David, let's look at politics before we get on to the JSE, because it worries me that Donald Trump is in power, especially when you see what he said about Treasury Secretary Mnuchin and said that he appointed, he said that he appointed Colin Powell, uh, sorry, not, Jerome Powell, rather, who is the obviously the chairman of the US Federal Reserve. So he's blaming someone else for an appointment that he was actually in charge of. And he says the Fed must watch out because... Inflation is coming down and the oil price is coming down. He obviously wants lower interest rates for his, his <laughs> Trump empire, so-called. But more disturbing from your point of view and my point of view as proud South Africans is Julius Malema's rise because he's got this thing against Pravin Gordon and he's going to court tomorrow at a police station or rather to a police station to present some sort of legal case against Pravin Gordon, perjury, corruption, etc. Pravin Gordon, of course, is hit back. But let's forget about Trump. Julius Malema, is he a danger or is he just a blip? No, I think he's a danger. I really think that he knows how to appeal to uh, his base. He knows how to appeal to those people who are being, what's the word, not disenfranchised, disaffected. I'm not quite sure what the word is. Yeah. Um, and that's very dangerous because he can stir them up. And my deep concern on issues like, for example, land, you know, the Land Act is that it's not now, yes, Mr. Ramaphosa can act responsibly, but one's not quite sure what can happen down the line right. and what this can mean for us. So I'm very nervous of him, and I'm very nervous of his tactics. He's not, he, you know, I don't want to say he's not educated, but I, I doubt whether I would put him in charge of uh, Treasury or the Reserve Bank or um, any money at all because I don't think he's got the uh, experience uh, on how to handle it. And countries are complicated. You know, they're not, uh, it, it's, you don't just get a big office and then start running a business. And I think his perception of the South African economy is somewhere deep in the vaults in the union buildings is uh, a huge pile of gold and diamonds and other metals that can be distributed. That's not how economic growth works. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I mean it. And it's not, I, I, I think there's a perception, you know, that, that in a bank, if you, if you march on a bank or you mark on the stock exchange, you can actually open a safe and have access to the wealth. It's there for distribution. So he is a very dangerous character at a time where the country is, is battling along. It's battling to find any kind of support here on which we can actually uh, grow this economy. Things are bad here, Lindsay. Mm. Things are seriously bad. And you don't have to, you don't have to listen to the S&P, you don't have to listen to the Minister of Finance, just go read results as they come out. They all have the same kind of message, how tough things are and how tough it is to trade here. Okay, well, let's have a look at that because there's results season, the last results season of 2018 mm. is more or less concluded, mm. but there's a few more to come out. I thought Telcom was coming up this afternoon, but nothing's happened there. Pepcor this morning came out with their numbers and obviously tainted with the Steinhoff name, and I don't quite understand how a company with the experience and the... I suppose, uh, reserves and accountants and bean counters everywhere can be censured by the JSC for not producing the correct results or accounting niceties. I don't know what it is, but something happened. Well, I, I think that's technical. I think that all relates to, to Steinhoff. Uh, so I haven't paid much attention to it, rather looking through the results themselves. Pepco is a decent company at the bottom end of the market, who are growing, increasing stores. It's it's not a bad result. My worry about Pepcor is I don't know what's going to happen down the line when all the legal cases start uh, mounting up against Steinhoff itself because Pepcor was 
very much part of the whole Steinhoff group. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure how they're going to distance himself. But if you go back, I think a result that's pertinent, you know, and I, I, I don't want to lead your uh, program, but I mean, if you go back to something like PPC or to Tiger Brands or to Pioneer Foods and to some of the other retailers and some of the other businesses in Victor and so on, many, many of the results that we've had recently, you start to pick up how tough it is to make a living uh, in South Africa. But do you sense, David, because you always said to me, if you're looking at a set of results, Lindsay, and you've got 10 minutes to go before you yeah. do an interview yeah. on your show, just look at the last. Look at the forward-looking exactly. statement, uh, the comment from the CEO, and that's the first thing you read. What did you get from the results that have come out recently, looking at the final paragraphs? Well, here's PPC, subdued consumer confidence, depressed construction market, higher fuel costs, issues like that. If you look at Tiger Brands, they said outlook challenging, no signs of significant recovery in economic growth or in consumer confidence. So those are the ones that we kind of pick up. I picked up those quickly here. Mm. Uh, um, well, Mr. Pryor, well positioned to capture markets and that. But broadly, that's, you know, those are the kind of messages that we see. Really tough con conditions here. And I I'm trying to quickly get my eye through all of these with uh, to give you some further information on them. But but overall, it's been a very, very difficult time. And it's reflected in, um, you know, in, in some of the kind of price action that we've seen. Lindsay, I promise you, and I'm not, I, the whole day today, I've been sitting here and saying, what can I do? And, and I'm coming back to uh, the resources here, you know, because yeah. I've been trying to put portfolios together. Funny enough, people feel, well, if we buy the package, <laughs> if we buy the package, meaning if we buy the index, somehow that protects us against all the spooks and boogeymen and everything else that's there. You know, it's like you, you build a wall around yourself, but that you can't do that because I'm trying to look at what goes into that package and what goes into the index. And there's nothing there that appeals, you know, starting right from the, from the biggest companies down to the small. Um, there's very little, you know, that attracts me into the market. I was tempted to look at some of the resource companies, but at this stage, I just think that there's, there's further downside there. So there are little businesses like Transaction Capital. There's a business like Eltron, which is starting to recover off a very low base after the fences have gone. So you'll find little businesses there, but they're not big enough for a, a fund manager to actually get his or her teeth into young. Yeah. So it's a grim situation, but what I'm trying, to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the bottom. That's what it is. I'm trying mm. to find the CPI or the interest rate cycle or the, mm. um, what is this, purchasing managers index, consumer mm. confidence, private mm. sector credit extension, corporate credit extension. Just some little sign that things have either bottomed or starting to tick up. Because not if, yet. Mm, mm. How long? Well, Lindsay, not. It could be a few more months. I think what, what is coming out, there seems to be a view that uh, Mr. Ramaphosa is trying his hardest to turn things around by addressing uh, state-owned enterprises, you know, by addressing issues and changing the heads of all these departments of government institutions. But that will take a long time before we see confidence starting to come in. Um, the Reserve Bank last week, when they announced the rate hike, uh, saw interest, saw growth at 0.6%. And next year at about 1.9%, which is a turnaround, but it's still very, very low for an economy to really address the main issues, which is uh, unemployment. So 
even in the next two or three years, we don't see growth coming close to 3% or thereabouts. So we're off a very low base. We've always been a mining business. You know, that's where we've, that's been the primary driver of this market. I don't see that anymore. You know, gold is washed out. Uh, platinum is still under, is still underwater. Iron ore prices, who knows where they're going to go. Coal, yes, there are elements there, but there's no manufacturing. We've lost our manufacturing base if you keep looking for those PMIs. So I think that's where we're battling. We're battling to find the structure. We've allowed those to decay. You know, we've allowed those to disintegrate and haven't rebuilt them. Whatever money we have has gone back into social service or literally been stolen or withered away. So... um, you know, there's, there's a huge rebuilding. I sound terribly negative. I mean, I am because that's what I see. You know, that's those are the issues I see. And that's for that reason that we look outside to, you know, protect our capital and, um, you know, just try and make some money. Arsenal have not mm. lost for 17 games and no one's talking about them. Everyone talks about Manchester City and Chelsea mm. and to a lesser extent, Tottenham, etc. But suddenly mm. Arsenal have come through with with this string of results well, and without even setting setting the, the pitch on fire. It's not been the most dramatic or glamorous of 17-match unbeaten run. But goodness me, if you can build on what you've got and then bring in some, some players to make it more exciting, then they mm. could be a challenger next year. I think, you know, they they still got frailties at the back. The, the big test is in the next two games. They play... Uh, Spurs, and then they play Man United, you know. And I always Man United is not a test, that's a mid table clash. Well, you know, I say that, but you know, Marino still got the he's still quite a force, and somehow I don't know, he spooks Arsenal. They never seem to win that game, you know. Uh, there's the, the ghost of Ferguson still hangs over there. No, that was an Arsene Wenger Mourinho thing, and Wenger thing. Well, so I hope they can overcome it. I think but they I mean, will, they'll beat I'm, them. Spurs are good, hey. Don't underrate them. I think they're a very, very decent young young team, and uh, they completely overpowered Chelsea. Chelsea looked like last year's Chelsea, you know, and I, I, I think they're the one that's going to fade out. I don't see anything there. You know, without Hazard, there's, uh, I don't think there's much happening there. So mm-hmm. hopefully Arsenal, I think it's a big test for them this week. Hopefully also that, that Spurs who are playing uh, in Champions League are going to get a little tired and a bit weary, and it opens a way for Arsenal to, to beat them. Mm, so there's hoping, Lindsay. That's the big one. <laughs> and that's Shapiro World, which will be back mm. same time next Monday.